Planning centers each week, in addition to your lesson plans, can seem like so much work. But what if I told you that planning and prepping centers for the week could be done in about 30 minutes on a Friday before leaving for the weekend? In today's episode, I'm going to share how I planned and prepped centers each week in only 30 minutes so I could enjoy my weekend in peace. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Teaching Made Easy podcast, where it's all about simple systems that actually work so you can finally teach and give your students bigger impact in their learning. Teaching is hard, y'all, but what if I told you that sometimes we make it harder than it has to be? I'm Farah, CEO of Farah Henley Education and host of the Teaching Made Easy podcast. I've been an educator for almost 25 years, and to say I've seen a thing or two is an understatement. I know how much you pour your heart and soul into your students and your classroom, and I want to help you find some simple ways to have a bigger impact without breaking the bank or spending all your free time focused on school. You don't have to be a Pinterest teacher to be a great teacher, and that is what this podcast is all about. So grab your favorite beverage, head out on that walk, or just soak the day away in a bubble bath. But sit back and let's enter the world of teaching made easy. What's kicking educational rock stars? Welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Made Easy podcast. I'm Farah also known as the Center Fairy, your ultimate source into the wonderful world of simple classroom systems that actually work so that you can finally get back to what you love teaching. If this is your first time joining me here on the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you found us here on your favorite podcast listening platform. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're back for another round of helpful tips and strategies to help make your teacher life easier. Now, I am continuing this week with our series on the most asked questions I get in my email and my DMs. And this week, the question that I am tackling is, Vera, how do you plan and prep your centers each week? Listen, I get it. You hate writing lesson plans. And quite frankly, I did too. It seemed like a lot of busy work handed down from admin. And then even when they were turned in, they honestly probably were never even looked at by the higher ups. This isn't to say that I wouldn't make lesson plans at all, but let's be real. Lesson plans that are usable for me in the classroom versus those long drawn out plans that we were required to turn in are actually very, very different. And I'm sure they're different for you as well. Now, on top of these lengthy lesson plans, I also needed to plan and prep center activities for my small groups. And I can hear it now is the ugh, does it ever end? <laughs> that's what, that's how we feel. That's how we feel. It just, it's never ending cycle. Planning and prepping your center activities doesn't have to be daunting and it can be done in just a few minutes a week before leaving for the weekend. So I want you to imagine going home for the weekend, knowing that your centers are ready to go for Monday morning. Now, what makes this possible? Being organized and being prepared. So first, you need to get your centers organized. If you haven't already, check out episode 404. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. This episode is going to help you get your centers organized so that you can easily grab the centers you need to switch out and put centers that you just used back where they can be found if needed later. In that episode, I shared my three steps to organizing your math and literacy centers guide, complete with the labels, to get your center organization system set up. Now that your center organization is set up, it's time to plan those centers. And one of the biggest mistakes I see teachers make is that thinking that their planning of centers means that they have to do their weekly lesson plans before 
before they can plan their centers. But this isn't the best use of your center time. Centers should be used for review and enrichment only. They are not a place to put activities for skills your students are learning that week. Centers are supposed to be independent work so that you can teach in small groups. But if you include activities for skills that you're teaching that week, your students will most likely not be ready to work independently. My rule of thumb is at least two weeks prior. So when planning my centers, I grab my lesson plans from two weeks ago and quickly write the skills down that I want to put into my centers. Now that I have a plan, it's time to prep. Prepping your center activities is best done when you have a little pre-work put in, either during the summer before school starts or in batches throughout the year. Personally, I like my summer vacation, so I would usually prep activities in batches of four to six weeks at a time during the school year. Now, once these centers are prepped, I put them into the boxes from that organization system that I spoke about in episode 404 so that I can quickly find them each week when I'm prepping my weekly centers. In order to pull center activities from those boxes, you're going to need actual activities to prep. This is why we developed our year-long math and literacy center bundles for grades K through 5. We have broken them up into monthly units based on the general time frame of when the skill would be reviewed. However, we know that every teacher's classroom is different, so we have included a handy center guide for you to find the standard that you're looking for and quickly find what month or volume that these activities are found in. The best part is we have two volumes, one with holiday themes and one without. Each volume has unique activities to cover most of the math and literacy standards that you're going to teach for your grade level. And we're actually currently working on our expansion packs so that that's going to fill in so that you're going to eventually have a center for every single standard that you teach in your grade level. Those expansion packs are coming soon, but you can get started with volume one and two. Just check the show notes for the links to those in our shop. Now, having your centers ready in the boxes is what makes this so simple. But how do you batch prep if you don't want to do it during the summer or you're just starting out mid-year? Well, I would pick a day each month to print and then I would pick a day to laminate. Next was a day to cut out and organize into their boxes. In three days, usually in about an hour to two hours, let's average it to about an hour and a half each day, I could have an entire month centers ready to pull. I always did this ahead of time, so think, in September, I was prepping October centers. The best part of this, once they're created, is you don't have to do this again, and subsequent years are even simpler. Okay, so let's talk about how easy it is to plan and prep your centers each week now in only 30 minutes on a Friday before leaving for the weekend. First, all used center activities are removed from their centers and placed on my teacher table. Second, I'm gonna grab my lesson plans from two weeks prior and pick the skills I want to have in my centers for the next week. Just jot those down on a piece of paper. Third, I check my handy dandy center guide to find what unit and what volume that the skills I want in my centers are in and pull those centers from my beautifully organized boxes. Fourth, I'm gonna place new activities in the centers with any manipulatives and supplies that are needed for that activity. Next, return those used centers to their proper boxes. And lastly, turn my light off and leave for the weekend knowing my centers are ready to go for the next week. It's that simple. Now I get asked all the time, how many centers do I need to prep for the month? I typically prep between 20 and 25 activities for an entire month. It really depends on how many I'm gonna be using in my rotations. But on average, I'm gonna need eight activities for literacy centers and eight activities for math each week. So if you're a math person, you're probably thinking that math ain't mathing. Eight math activities a week for a month means at least 32 activities, but not if you reuse activities. 
Like I said, I typically prep 20 to 25 activities. Use eight activities week one. Use another eight activities week two. Use four new activities and then four from week one during week three. Then four new and four from week two in week four. This means less work for me, more repetitions for my students. It's a win-win. And no, they don't get bored. They were able to work independently, be successful in centers, and I was able to teach in my small groups without having to write a second set of lesson plans each week. Now, if you're looking for more tips, strategies, and simple systems to take back into your classroom to make your teacher life easier, check out the other episodes of the Teaching Made Easy podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and check the show notes for links to any of the resources that I've mentioned in today's episode. And if you haven't done so already, we would be extremely grateful if you would jump over to your favorite podcast listening platform and leave us a five-star review because reviews help educational rock stars just like you find the podcast and help us have a greater impact on teachers around the world. We also love to hear from you and would love it if you would shoot us a DM over on Instagram to let us know if you thought this episode was helpful. And if it was, take a screenshot and share it over there on Instagram. And be sure to tag us at Farrah Henley Education. And make sure you tag your teacher bestie too so that they can benefit from the tips as well. Thanks for listening and keep being an educational rock star. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find all the links mentioned in today's episode by clicking the link in the description to jump over to the show notes. I know your time is valuable as a teacher, and I am honored that you chose to spend a piece of it with me. Help other teachers like you find the podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when new episodes are available. Thanks again for listening, and most importantly, keep being educational rock stars.